depending on who you're listening to, if you were to do a search right now on DuckDuckGo for the phrase CNN ratings or CNN loses ratings, what do you get? This, oh, let's do that. This number, this number shocked me when I, when I read this. CNN ratings. It's right there. It's right there. Oh, Jesus. You, just when I start typing ratings, one of the, the autofill is collapse. <laughs> CNN ratings collapse. Scandal-ridden CNN sees bottom dropout on viewer ratings. See Scandal-ridden CNN sees ratings dive by 90% after 2021 coverage. That's New York Post. CNN drops 68% in prime as Fox News Channel crushes them. It's the Forbes. Town Hall. CNN's ratings truly are really stunningly bad. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I got to see the rest of that headline. And they may get worse. Oh, my God. Town Hall. Uh, CNN, MSNBC's ratings collapse due to serious credibility issues. Oh, serious credibility problem covering Biden, experts say. And that's on California News Forum, CA News Forum. Wow. Forbes, CNN, MSC drop in trust ratings as Fox News Channel rises. Yeah, I think the swing is happening. Now, Out, Outkick.com, CNN ratings are an unfixable disaster. Wow. <laughs> CNN's ratings collapse. It couldn't happen to nicer people. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest loser, CNN's October <laughs> ratings collapse to 661,000 primetime viewers. I'm not the first podcaster to mention this. More people, oh, no. more people are listening to Joe Rogan than watch CNN or listen to CNN on Sirius XM. More people listen to Jimmy Dore on YouTube and on the Internet than watch CNN. Yeah. OK, it's getting to it's getting to be so bad. More people choose to listen to us than CNN. That's so bad it's got. I mentioned this before when Rachel Maddow on MSNBC and her ratings collapsed. I made this proposal and I actually sent an email to MSNBC saying, hey, listen, I see your girl is doing very badly. Listen, give us the money that you pay. We'll pay for everything. And I I joked about sending this to uh, CNN after Chris Cuomo or when Chris Cuomo's ratings were in the tank and they were about to fire him. Whatever, maybe we should stop joking about it. Maybe we should. We're not, I, here, <laughs> I am going to illustrate to you why Chris Cuomo was literally the dumbest fucking person on cable news television by telling you how I spend my mornings when I'm about ready to do an episode of this podcast. The night before... I will skim the news and I will read what's going on, what, what's going on in the world. And I will make notes about what we, what we want to talk about the next day. I'll start the show page and I will have some of these links on the show page. I go to bed. Sometimes I'll go to bed early. I went to bed at 830 last night because of, for various reasons I was exhausted and I knew I had to get up this morning mm-hmm. and do some more show prep. 
woke up at five o'clock, let the dog out, and I did a little more show prep. I laid well, that down. answers that question. I laid down for an hour, woke up, did a little more show prep, dropped the kids off at school, went to the horse barn, took care of the horses, fed, watered, hayed, mucked the stalls all in 40 minutes, prepped for feeding the, the horses tonight, came home, made breakfast, did some show prep. By the time that we were ready to come on on the air, I had a good idea of what it is that I was going to talk about until you went off topic and we ranted about Fauci <laughs> again for another half hour. Okay? Guilty as charged. Now, let's just say that we live in this alternative universe. Wait a second. Hold on. Before, yep. before, you, before you go into the alternative universe, okay. I would like to point out that there is a very valid reason why I say Eric deserves 95% of the credit for the quality of the podcast. Because th- that was what he did to prepare for the podcast today. I went to a bar and got drunk last night. That was my show prep. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 sh- we should actually do an episode for our Patreon listeners, like comparing rum. Because I was having a conversation <laughs> with my son about the differences in gin. Like, not uh-huh. all gin is the same. And there are some, right. some gins that you want to drink with a tonic. And there's some gins that you want for a martini. Here's how Chris Cuomo fucked his life up. And I'll use my life in an alternate universe as an example. Imagine if my father was the former governor of pick any state in in New England, any state at all. Vermont, his favorite state is Vermont. My dad used to lie to people about being from Vermont because he loved the state so much. Okay, he he Mm -hmm. actually grew up in Minnesota and Illinois. But that's a different that's that's for a different story. For whatever reason, my dad lied to people and said that he was from Vermont. And he kept moving back to Vermont after being in Massachusetts and California. It's like he always like returned to Vermont. Now, imagine if my father was the governor of Vermont during the 80s and my brother and I, I'll just call my brother Ace. okay? because this is an alternate universe. And okay, yeah. Now, he now my father sits down with me and Ace and says, what do you want to do? And Ace says, I want to go into politics, Papa. And I say, I don't want to follow your path. I want to go into broadcasting. I want to be a newspaper guy or I want to be a TV guy. And then after my, my dad, you know, slaps his hand on, on, his, on his hip and, 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 and curses. And, oh, I can't, believe my, I can't believe my son doesn't want to follow the family business. Um, it's funny how my dad sounds like Alex Jones sometimes. <laughs> I go and I I go and I get a career in broadcasting and I get a show on a major network where I talk about the news. You could tell Chris Cuomo from the shows that I have seen Chris Cuomo showed up unprepared. Yeah, you could tell that Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo's Chris Cuomo's show prep was more like mine and less like yours. Right. Chris Cuomo would probably do his show prep because the thing is, he had two shows. He had the show that he did on Sirius XM, the POTUS channel, I believe, and which I listened to. Uh-huh. And. And then he would do his CNN show. Um, Real bullshit with Chris Cuomo on CNN, whatever the show was called. If I was in his position, if 
if I was the son of a former governor, my life would not change that drastically that much. I would start my show prep after doing the last show. I would go about my business and I would go to the horse barn for a couple of hours or an hour to decompress before I came here and I did the show. Before before we hit record, I would go over my notes again to go over what it is that we were going to talk about. Chris Cuomo didn't do any of that shit that I can tell. He relied on his guests that he had on the show to do all the heavy thinking for him. And then he used his position to try and cover up for his brother, Andrew, who was in hot water for various reasons, whether it was sexual harassment or his inappropriate handling of what had occurred at the nursing homes in, in, in New York State with all of these elderly people dying of COVID. Okay? If, yep. if I was Chris Cuomo, I would have done one or two things. I would have shut my fucking mouth and recused myself every time Ace did something that was newsworthy. I would have another reporter sit there and tell you why, why is this important? And by the way, this is New York State. Why the fuck does the other 49 states in the country give a fuck about what my brother, the governor, did wrong that week? Because that's narcissism right there. For New York to believe that the rest of the world gives a fuck about what's going on in New York is narcissism. Isn't there shit happening in other states like Wyoming, Nebraska, Montana, Vermont, Massachusetts, New England, Maine, Rhode Island, Connecticut? Right. New Jersey. That's narcissism. Well, it's narcissism because he's talking about his family member. And it's also narcissism because CNN lives in New York. Right. So they're assuming that people in, you know, because CNN is actually has an international audience. They're kind of assuming that the people who live in, say. Oh, I don't know. Chessex, England give a happy fuck about what's going on in New York City and New York State. Yeah. Spoiler alert, probably don't. No, they really, they got other things to, to think about and worry about. Yeah, they've got their own local shit going on. <laughs> now, if I was Chris Cuomo and I had insider information that would help my ratings... You bet that I would throw Ace under the fucking bus. Oh, you think this is bad? Let me about to tell you about the time when I came home after working at the Via Condotti all night and the fire trucks just left because Ace was smoking crack with a midget <laughs> prostitute on my mother's living room couch and it caught on fire. And then my mother was pissed at me because I was late from coming home at work. Meanwhile, haha, ace will be ace. All of that is true, except there were there was no midget prostitute that he picked up on Flat Street in Brattleboro, Vermont. Just saying. That was my favorite part of the story. Well, who knows? Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. <laughs> okay. But I'm if not going to say it's true. If I'm it, not say if it's it not true. was true, if Andrew Cuomo did something so nefarious, like hooking up with midget tranny prostitutes and getting caught at home with them. Don't you think that I would use that for ratings booster? Oh, hell yeah. Chris Cuomo could have, could have, could have saved his career by throwing his brother under the bus 
because, okay, blood might be thicker than water, but the dollar bill, that's thicker than blood. You're You're going to pay me millions of dollars each year so I can have a townhouse close to where I work in New York City and so I can have a home in the country for weekends and holidays and vacations. And you're going to have hire this huge staff to do my homework for me. Don't you think that I would work my ass off to protect that? Now, granted, I might get jaded after five or ten years. I might become complacent. Right. You have no idea the family secrets I would be willing to spill if I came from a huge political family. If my if my father said, I want you to use your power to protect the family name and to keep your brother out of trouble. That would be the next news headline. That would be. (laughs) Hey, hey, by the way, I have right here in my hot little hands that I kept in my pocket the entire time. It's the Tascam DR. 05x and here's a recording of my father telling me that i need to do everything that i can to protect my brother and save his political career i would play that fucker on live television (laughs) chris cuomo had the world he the world was his oyster and he had it by the balls can you have an oyster by the balls by the way i'm not i don't think they I don't think that's the reproductive organ. I don't think they whatever, have that. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. The world is your oyster and you have it by the reproductive organ. Okay. <laughs> and he fucked it up. He fucked it up. He he risked his career to save the the other career, the political future of a political scumbag who happened to be his brother. Now, if you were a real journalist, a real journalist, you would have done everything to keep your job while at the same time informing the public on what was really going on, Chris Cuomo. If you were any kind of a man, you would have honored your contract to your company. And I, and, and I, and I know that this sounds contradictory because I love to trash news organizations especially CNN and MSNBC. But if you're sitting down at that chair behind that desk and they are paying you literally millions of dollars or tens of millions of dollars to report the news, if he was smart, he would have done his show prep and he would have reported the news accurately and he would have saved his opinion for the end of the show. Instead of interject his opinion in everything. Hey. Right. And I mean, he could have he could have minimized the impact on his brother and done the honorable thing by simply saying, well, because it's my brother, I'm not going to be involved and I'm not going to talk about the story, this particular story. And now nobody's watching CNN or hardly anybody is watching CNN. Right. Last time I checked a little more than 800,000 people watched cnn most of those people are at the airport walking by the tele the televisions while going to get their luggage who watches cnn anymore and how is it that you have less than a million people watching these programs and and you're able to pay people like don lemon millions of dollars not to report on the news but to give you their slant on the news 
Right. So according to this one website, Chris Cuomo's salary at CNN was about two and a half, three million dollars a year, somewhere in that neighborhood. Okay. And he's he squandered that, and they're like you said, they're paying paying Don Lemon about four million dollars a year to give his slant on the news, his opinion on the news. I don't watch CNN. I haven't watched CNN since it was relevant. So it was like, I don't know, 1987. And back then they would call themselves journalists and they would do journalistic things. I don't know if Chris Cuomo ever called himself a journalist. I don't know if Don Lemon considers or calls himself a journalist. But they are opinion people. They are not journalists. They have no interest in opining on the facts. Just like Sean Hannity. <clears throat> Sean Hannity is not a reporter. He is a talking head and he gives his opinion. He is an opinion. His show is an opinion show. I have watched Sean Hannity a couple of times and he has never, to my knowledge, claimed to be a reporter. I have only hear him refer to himself as an opinion a news his show a, a is commentator. opinion show. A commentator. Yeah, he's a commentator, political commentator. So he's giving his opinion in his comments on the politics of the day. Right. He will report news items. He will share a news item with the Fox News spin and explain to Fox listeners and viewers why this is such a good thing or why this is such a bad thing. And he played to their demographic or he plays to the demographic. Bill O'Reilly did the same thing. Yep. Laura Ingram does the same thing. Well, for fuck's sake, you and I do the same thing. Absolutely. We absolutely again, do that. But again, we also will say during the show, as we're giving our opinion, that these are our opinions. This is why we're forming our opinion, because of this news article we read, and this news article we read, and these are our sources. But these are also our opinions based on what we've read in these sources. What Chris Cuomo did, which was very off-putting, he did this especially on his XM radio show, where he kept saying to people who don't agree with them, or it's like you have questions about um, the vaccines or whatever, he used to keep saying, you're being played. You're being played because you have questions and you have opinions that are outside. It's very off-putting. Yeah. I wish I could have some news clips of Chris Cuomo saying over and over again, you're being played. You're being played to the people who would call in and say, I have questions about the Pfizer vaccine or I have questions about COVID well, origins. Just, just as creepy as that time Joe Biden leaned into the microphone. The money's already spent. It's already there. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And it, I, I, you have to be very careful about how you alienate your audience. And I know that you're laughing a little, <laughs> but the, yeah. the, the notion is. I love that phrase. You have to be careful about how you alienate your audience. Or if you're going to alienate your audience, how you do it, how do you go about it? We're going to be talking about some very uncomfortable things. And we'll make jokes about it. Like, I, 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 will, I will work in a joke about my brother's obsession with midget prostitutes because it's funny. And if my brother was the governor of the state of Vermont in this alternate universe and I had a radio show, I would tell you my brother has this weird fascination 
with with midget por- uh, prostitutes and, and porn stars. I would tell you that because it's funny. Right. And because it would get it, it would it would benefit my employer to bring more eyeballs to the t- TV channel. You're sure as fuck I would exploit my family for fucking ratings if I was in the position Chris Cuomo was in. Right. And, and I'm sure as fuck I would do it because I want to see my ratings go up. And I'd li- and I like to see family members fucking squirm. <laughs> Now, the problem that we have with the news media is that it is divisive. They do overly play to the audience. Fox News plays to Trump supporters or conservatives, the the Christian conservatives in this country. That's their demographic. They say it's fair and balanced. Yeah, from the perspective of somebody who leans Republican or Libertarian, Fox News caters to that demographic and they do it very well. The problem is, is that CNN catered to that demographic, but they didn't do it very well. Right. They kind of got sanctimonious about it. Yeah, they got downright condescending to their audience. Right. Now, I, I, I admit this. I will occasionally watch Rachel Maddow. I will occasionally watch Sean Hannity. And Chris Cuomo. I can't tell you how many times I watched Chris Cuomo saying, you know, I would have done that better. And now their ratings are in the tank. They have resources beyond my imagination. They have resources that I I couldn't begin all the technology and and the, the and the brain power of all the people who work at CNN the access to every TV in every airport all over the United States. They squandered it all on bullshit like Trump's mean tweets and Russiagate. Yep. And you're a bad person, not only for not agreeing with us, but for those of us who do agree with us, you're agreeing for the wrong answer. The way that Anderson Cooper has this sanctimonious, smarmy way where it was just like, well, Thank you for watching our, 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 our news broadcast, but you're really too stupid to understand what it is that we're saying. We're going to dumb it down and dumb it down and dumb it down for you as long as possible. They spent more time explaining how stupid you are and why you don't you don't really. It's hard for us to explain how important this issue is, which is another way of saying you're too fucking stupid to get it. See, right. I remember back in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s, CNN did a really great job, except for on headline news, really digging deep into the news stories, really digging deep. I remember their coverage used to be terrific. It's, it's what 60 Minutes used to be back in their heyday. See, also, 60 Minutes has also sort of bounced back a little bit, as far as I can tell. Not mu- not by much, but 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 a lot. When really? it's Yeah. Okay. Frontline is another great on, and I can't believe I'm saying this, on PBS, if you watch Frontline, pay attention to who the show's sponsors are. Like, if you're watching Frontline and they're doing a, um, a piece on pollution, and it's, Frontline is brought to you by... DuPont, you know which angle they're going, okay? <laughs> Read between the lines. Watch what the show is about and who's the sponsors. 
and you'll get an idea. Vaccines and why you should get to get them brought to you by Pfizer. Right. So and I'm trying I'm trying my best to explain to people why CNN's ratings are in the shitter. Well, keeping an eye on the time, because I know you probably have a hard break or you had a hard break 40 minutes ago. I'm not looking at the clock. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should. <laughs> CNN did not keep their eye on the goal, meaning report the news. Don't alienate your audience and keep your opinions to an, to a minimum. And stop beating such a god, stop beating dead horses. There are so many times that you could talk about Russiagate until people start saying, getting a little turned off. And then when it turned out that Russiagate turned out to be a big, huge nothing burger, stop talking just, about it. Yeah, they just drop it. They don't, there's never any, well, it looks like we were wrong about this one. Here's how we got it wrong. Right. And this is how we're going to prevent ourselves from getting it wrong in the future. And maybe we should take our own advice. Don't focus on one story or something that you think is a story. We've talked a lot about the pandemic, lab leak hypothesis, and Fauci being a twat waffle. And, and why Peter Daszak should be hung by the neck until dead at Times Square. Maybe we've beat that horse a little too much. Well, I, I, maybe, 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 maybe. But at the same time, you got to re, you got to report the news. And how is it? And here's how I'm going to end this show. Here's how I'm going to end this the segment. We got a news item that came across the desk about North Korea. North Korea had a missile launch, E-I-E-I-O. North Korea had a missile launch. And apparently, allegedly, they were testing their hypersonic missile technology. Mm -hmm. And on the, on the West Coast, in California especially, there was a flight hold by the FAA, meaning... They prevented any planes from taking off during this launch. Trying to remember, what, what day did this occur? Uh, I think it was either Wednesday or Thursday. NBC News. West Coast flights paused at roughly the same time as North Korea missile launch. The West Coast ground stop, including passenger planes. A UN spokesman said, of the launch, we are very concerned. A brief pause in the West Coast flights, including commercial air travel, was instituted by federal officials Monday about the same time North Korea test launched a ballistic missile into the Eastern Sea. Officials on Tuesday did, did not link the events. The Federal Aviation Administration confirmed the ground stop but described it as a routine effort. I don't believe in coincidences, Jay. No. I don't believe I don't believe in coincidences. And we will If we did, we wouldn't be conspiracy theorists. Exactly. That is that's a huge concern. Okay, so if it had nothing to do with the missile launch, then why did you launch a full ground stop on the West Coast at that time? Right. Now here's the thing, like when I mentioned this to my girlfriend when we were talking about it, was to me, as far as I can remember and my research has been able to find 
every single missile launch that North Korea has done has been a resounding success for them and never reached Japan. So why, if they're firing off a rocket, do we even have a slight thought that it might reach the West Coast? That's a news story. That's a news story they should be covering. You should be covering that news item. You should, if you are CNN, you should you should be doing an investigation into this. If you have all of this resource, why aren't you looking into this news story? This could this could this could bring eyeballs to the screens on your channel if you were an right. actual news network. If you actually cared about informing people, which is what the news used to be about. What happened to investigative journalism at CNN? I know what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's dead. It's dead and gone. If, if they do not, they they haven't had an honest journalist on CNN in years. I remember watching CNN when the um, what was it? There was there was that leak of documents from uh, WikiLeaks. Yeah, and they they actually said now. You in the public, it is actually illegal for you to be in possession of these documents. So we're going to read them for you and give you the relevant parts. Okay, here's the deal. If it's illegal for us to have them, it's illegal for CNN to have them. That's an admission on their part that they are not reporters. Because a reporter doesn't have any more rights than you do. They have the freedom of the press. That's true. Enshrined in the same amendment that gives you your freedom of speech cnn did one news story on the grounded planes as a precaution I'm just reading this u.s u.s grounded planes as a precaution after north korean missile launch they did one story on this i don't know it seems to me that'd be worth more than just one story yeah 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 you, you would you would you would think that that this would be nonstop coverage you would think that this would have been nonstop coverage on a channel like cnn that is bleeding revenue they're bleeding revenue. They are awash in red ink. They have to be. If they lost... So, and again, putting this in perspective, when most news programs are measuring their primetime show viewership in millions, CNN is just over half a million. They're measuring their viewership in hundreds of thousands. Yeah. But no, let, let's, 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 do, uh, let's have a link to the most overrated singers of all time on CNN. Because right? that's the pressing question that people want to know. Oh, you know what? You know what we need to do an hour on. You know, we 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 need to do an, an entire hour on Jamie Lynn Spears' interview on Good Morning America because that's really important. We we need we need we need to have a couple of days covering that story. That's what we really yeah. need to do. Yeah, because that's the hard hitting news that people want in their lives. So they yeah so. <laughs> CNN is in the is is uh, in the dumpster, and you could probably buy CNN right now for probably two cents on the dollar. <laughs> right. If you had the money, you could you could buy CNN. What would happen if I walked in and I said I'd like to meet the president of CNN, and I had a, like a little ash a, a, a little suitcase with me, and I said, "Here's my plan on on getting CNN." back on the map and it'd be this big huge piece of paper that says cover real news 
without all the opinion bullshit. Yeah. And then I'd have other pieces, you know, Jason and I have a show. We do a weekly show on the paranormal, you know, you know, awesome, you know, hire Ryan, Ryan Skinner to do a show with us on the paranormal. What's going on at Skinwalker Ranch? You know, we keep the entertainment fluff shit to a minimum, maybe, or maybe like we would do an hour show like the entertainment news remember like entertainment tonight do something like that like yep. you know that it's it's nothing but and that's where we keep all the entertainment bullshit we keep it to that one hour show and and focus on hard news what what what's the news stories people really want to watch what is what is, and and stop covering just this one news item because right it's a 24-hour news show so you would think they would have something new to cover every, at least every three or four hours. Something different is happening. We don't need to have, you know, basically what? How long are the shows on CNN? Two hours, one hour a piece, something like that. An that hour on there. They're an hour. They, piece they, they for, do. They do half hour and hour long shows. Right. So we don't need to have. 24 different opinions about the same news story who really aren't sharing different opinions. They're stating it in different ways, but they all have the same opinion because that's the way the editorial staff at CNN operates. Yeah. But we don't need that. What we need to know is, okay, well, this happened in the morning. This happened around noontime. This happened in the afternoon. This happened at dinner time, and this happened overnight. That's the kind of shit we need to know. It's a big world. There's a lot more going on than COVID. Yeah, <laughs> we should tell right. Eric. We should tell Eric and Jason that. <laughs> <laughs> Those bastards! Bastards! Stupid conspiracy theorists! Yeah. So anyway, Jay, sorry to <laughs> sorry to keep you on the line for so long. Um, no, that's all right. This is fun. Tell tell, um, tell your boss okay. I said hello. <laughs> I'm sorry for keeping. <laughs> He might even not even be awake yet. It's been a hell of a week, and it's Friday, so. Oh. <gasps> All right. Congratulations on surviving another episode of the Fedora Chronicles radio show. Find out more about the Fedora Chronicles by visiting our website, thefedorachronicles.com. That's where you can find our show notes, past episodes, and articles. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram by simply searching for us on those platforms. Don't forget to join our group on Facebook and follow us on Twitter so that you can keep up with what we will be talking about in the next episode. Facebook, Twitter, and our email address, Chronicle at google.com, are great ways to drop us a line with your comments and show topic suggestions. And if it's any good, we promise we will read your comment on the air. Support the show by contributing to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Chronicles. For a mere dollar a month, you get early access to the podcast, updates on what we're doing, and for $5 a month, you get all that and a t-shirt and coffee mug of your choice. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you to all of our listeners who are already contributing. You can also support the show and show off your incredible, impeccable taste by buying our merch at zazzle.com slash store slash Fedora Chronicles. The theme songs for the show are Royal Flush 
and Black Cabaret by Olive Music. All other music on the show is listed on the show page and has been provided to us by Premium Beats from Shutterstock. Copyright The Fedora Chronicles 2020. All rights reserved. On behalf of my co-host Jason and I, this is Eric Renner-King-Fisk signing off and reminding you to keep your chins up and your fedoras on.